0: What's poppin' everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Blake's Take with me, Blake Neiman, and after an amazing first two rounds of the NCAA tournament, we had a sweet 16 full of dreams remaining alive and others getting crushed. All of the one seeds, except for Kansas, who was able to put away Providence, have now been eliminated, leaving the college basketball world stunned. Starting off with the number one team in all the land in the Gonzaga Bulldogs, who saw their hopes of capturing their first ever NCAA tournament championship, slip away as SEC's lone survivor, the Arkansas Razorbacks were able to take care of the Zags once and for all. Arkansas's defensive pressure was a major storyline of this game, as they were able to hold the Zags to their second lowest field goals percentage all season at 37.5%. Not to mention, they helped force the potential number one overall pick, Shet Holgram, into foul trouble which helped limit the impact he was able to have on the game in just his 23 minutes of play. It's hard to say we didn't see this coming, as Gonzaga has definitely not been playing their best basketball in this tournament. Since the opening round against 16 seed Georgia State, the Zags had gotten off to rocky starts. By their luck and skill, the Bulldogs were able to overcome this early obstacles and move on past Georgia State and most recently Memphis just by a hair. This time around, the Zags weren't able to overcome these early struggles as their luck and skill ran out and Arkansas was able to shut the door on what was possibly their best chance at a championship run. After coming up short in the national championship last season, Mark Few was able to land the number one overall recruit in the class of 2021, Chet Holgren, who was supposed to be the missing piece to Gonzaga's championship puzzle. I believe Holgren truly could have been the piece that was going to get them the championship, but unfortunately just wasn't able to make much of an impact in what will most likely be his final college game as he perhaps before the NBA draft. So now it's back to the drawing board for Mark Few and Gonzaga in trying to recruit more high school talent like Holgren in hopes of maybe one day in the near future finally eclipsing the barrier of a national championship. Gonzaga's ways of coming up short carried over into Arizona's matchup against Houston, as longtime Zaga's assistant Tommy Lloyd wasn't able to lead the Wildcats past the Sweet 16 either. Arizona was able to hang with Houston in the first half, but then as the game progressed, the Cougars were able to command control of the game and maintain a double-digit lead for the majority of the second half. With the win, Houston now clinches their second straight trip to the Elite Eight. Arizona is now in a similar situation as Zags in the sense that they will be losing their two best players in Benedict Matherin and Christian Coloco to the NBA draft. But, With this only being Lloyds first year at the helm in Tucson and already achieving this amount of success, the future of Arizona basketball appears to be in good hands. So now, while we may have seen many number one seeds fall, both Duke and Villanova as two seeds were able to prosper and keep their national championship hopes alive. Starting with Duke, who each game has played more and more like the team we know they are capable of. In an epic Sweet 16 battle, the Blue Devils were able to outlast Texas Tech and help Coach K claim his 100th NCAA Tournament victory. Thanks to a remarkable performance in the second half, the Blue Devils were able to shake off their first half shooting struggles and find a way once again to compete down the stretch due in large part to Paulo Banqueiro who led the offensive assault with 22 points while Jeremy Roach has continued to come through in clutch time. To be able to work through an elite defense like Texas Tech is impressive and is definitely deserving of its props, but Duke is going to have to prove they can replicate the success against a scrappy Arkansas squad for a chance at one last Final Four berth for Coach K. As I mentioned earlier, Villanova was able to take care of business and cool down a red hot Michigan team coming off a big win over the SEC champions, Tennessee. But there was no better story to the Sweet 16 than St. Peter's, who once again found magic in the madness, knocking off number 3 seed Purdue to become the first 15 seed ever to advance to the Elite 8. Despite being a double-digit underdog for the second time this tournament, the Peacocks once again defied all odds and were able to hold their own among one of the nation's best teams and survive in advance. Their ability to compete can largely be attributed to their scrappy defense that was able to hold the Boilermakers to just 23 of 54 shooting from the field, 24% from beyond the arc, as, as well as force 15 turnovers. The saying anything is possible in March stands true as the Peacocks now enter into uncharted territory. They have already exceeded all expectations, so who says they can't keep on climbing higher and higher? Oh, and I almost forgot to mention that St. Peter's pulled off this historic victory on National Peacocks Day. You can't make this stuff up, folks. This tournament storyline just keeps on getting better and better, and I cannot wait to see which four teams will win their regional championships and advance to the beloved Final Four in New Orleans. Hope you all enjoyed the Sweet 16. It was very sweet as well as bittersweet for some of those one seeds like Arizona and Gonzaga. But the Cinderella's always prosper in March and it's been amazing to see. And I can't wait to keep you up to date on all that's going on. Tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. All the socials as well on Instagram and TikTok. All at Blake's Take. Subscribe and like to stay up to date. And I will see you all in the next one. Have a wonderful day.